0: Hello. Welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja, and today I'll briefly talk about yet another term that is frequently used in postcolonial studies, and that is magic realism. Now, my main insights about the term come from the key concepts in postcolonial studies by Bill Ashcraft and others. So what I'll do is I'll briefly go to how they discuss it and describe it and probably read a little bit of it. And then I'll add my own insights about magic realism. So here, and I read this term, which has long and quite distinct history in Latin American criticism was first used in a wider post-colonial context in the foundational essay by... Yak Stephen Alexis in the title of the essays of the magical realism of the Haitians. Now, this essay came out in 1956. I have so far not been able to find a copy of it, but if I do, I'll post it in the description. But in that essay, Alexis sets up what to him is magic realism, right? And some of the things that Um, the editors of this book mention is Alexis sought to reconcile the arguments of post-war radical intellectuals in favor of social realism as a tool for revolutionary social representation with the recognition that in many post-colonial societies a peasant pre-industrial population had its imaginative life rooted in a living tradition of the mythic the legend legendary and the magical so i'm going to stop here so what comes across there through Alexis's description of magic realism is that instead of foregrounding the so-called rationalism and other ways of storytelling of the post second world war developed or you know, colonizers' world, reliance in these stories, let's say in Haiti, but also in the rest of the Caribbean, is on the native aspects of of mythologies, of myths. And according to him in 1950s, that is what constitutes a revolutionary movement, retrieving these stories and weaving them into a narrative. So, for example, Aleo Carpenter's novel, Early novels are a great example of that. But now coming to my own uh, interpretation of it, which is also based in my reading, these are not my original thoughts, magic realism becomes popular as a term, as a concept, but also as a genre of writing post-1960s and 80s, what we call the boom novels, right? The Latin American novels, even Eleo Carpentier Carlos Fuentes, but most importantly, Garcia Marquez, right? And then Isabel Allende and others. And it's those novels coming from South America, their reliance on the native mythologies, magic, that popularize the genre or way of writing called magic realism. But what is the distinction? does anything that has fantastical elements in it qualify as being magic realism? And the answer would be no, right? The distinction is, if you have read 100 Years of Solitude or any other works of Garcia Marquez, the distinction is that the magical part of the story, the mythical part of the story, does not point to itself as magical. It is represented as if It's part of everyday life. And that's the distinction in magic realism and, let's say, fantastical literature, right? That magic is offered not as something external or something special, but rather like everyday thing. No one is surprised, right? When you read 100 Years of Solitude, you know, people are flying on carpets that's considered normal, right? People disappear, that's considered normal. So the main aspect of magic realism then is that the magical part is represented as part of everyday life as realistic and not as magical. And that's a very big distinction to keep in mind when you're trying to evaluate whether a work constitutes being part of magic realistic tradition or not. Now, someone interviewed Garcia Marquez many years ago and asked him about how he developed his style of writing. And his answer was that as he was developing his style of writing, he remembered how his grandmother used to tell the stories. And the way his grandmother told the stories was that she would have these magical elements in the story, but she would just tell them as if they were every day happening as if they were woven within the reality of the culture. And that's the style he adopted in his novels and short stories. And hence, keeping that in mind is really crucial. Now, there was a question that someone had posed uh, through one of my other videos about Salman Rushdie's Midnight's Children. Is it magic realism? Well, partially, yes because all the children of the midnight are magical, but that is offered as their lived condition. It's not offered as something extraordinary. It is something that they can do, and the narrative depends on the naturalness of their magical existence. But it slightly isn't magic realism, because there are moments in the novel where they stand out as being magical. They stand out as being different from the so-called real of the novel, and that's where the novel becomes slightly problematic in terms of magic realism. So keep that in mind as you read it. Now also, as I always say, you know, these videos are just a beginning point. They are not all inclusive and all exhaustive. You should take them as, you know, an introduction and then go and read further. But to conclude, if I were to give you a very succinct understanding of what is magic realism, and remember the term is magic realism, it is not magical realism. So what is magic realism? Keep magic in mind and realism in mind, right? Keep these two things in mind. And then in any given work, Isabella Allende, Garcia Marquez, Carlos Fuentes and others, where magical aspects mythical aspects are offered within a narrative as part of the everyday life where they don't point to their own magicality where they are not seen as unusual then you are within the realm of magic realism another thing that happens is that sometimes the scientific rational part of the story is offered as odd and as magical. So you'll see that in Garcia Marquez's 100 Years of Solitude, that that scientific advancements are seen as magical, but not what we would consider magical. So these are some of my thoughts on magic realism. Very briefly, I hope this is useful to you. And as I said, if you're more curious about it, I would highly recommend that you explore it further and see, you know, what other more scholarly undertakings are there that explain it better with better examples that's all i hope you all are doing well i hope you're taking care of each other please continue to do so and if you have any questions that i might be able to answer please post them in the comments and if you like this video then also post a comment and give it a like And if you feel like it, you know, please do join us to subscribe to the channel. Thank you so much and I will now see you next time. Until then, as always, peace and love.